Welcome to the Gaston Day podcast series featuring topics related to academics, the arts, athletics, and student life. We're here today with a young alumni, Kate Klinger, and she is currently at Chapel Hill. We are getting alumni perspective on her time here at Gaston Day, how Gaston Day prepared her for college, and life after college. Welcome, Kate. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) So tell me, let's start out with what are you doing now? Well, as you said, I'm at UNC Chapel Hill. I'm a second semester, first year, studying Peace, War, and Defense and Biology. I always knew that I wanted to go into national security and serve my country and serve others in some capacity. So what Peace, War, and Defense is, is essentially security studies alongside learning about history, learning about wars, and it's kind of similar to international relations, global studies, that type of thing. Um, And the biology came in. I've always been interested in biology. I was involved in iGEM at Gaston Day, which kind of sparked that interest. Um, But more specifically, I'm hopefully going to do something with biological weapons, working on deterrence for them, um, just learning more about them and how we can prevent them. You you said that iGEMs kind of sparked your interest Mm -hmm. in biology. Looking back at your time at Gaston Day, Mm -hmm. what, what do you think helped you, prepared you, to move ahead, to transition into college? Yeah. When I got to college, it was very telling who was prepared and who was not. You could definitely tell. Um, I think taking all of the AP classes that were available to me taught me how to perform under pressure. This could be from doing formal presentations to writing in class essays um, to taking a test that simply spanned over three hours. Um, But I also believe Gaston Day taught me how to write. Um, and refine my writing skills that I already had. Um, I think this is especially important in college and in college admissions. I know some colleges evaluate applicants not from their GPA and their test scores alone, um, but the person behind them. So if you're not able to effectively communicate who you are as a person, then that can sometimes be the deciding factor whether they admit you or they don't. I also think the ability to play multiple sports and I held leadership positions at Gaston Day and several organizations on campus was something unique about this school. And um, I think this ability also taught me how to properly manage my time because I just had so much going on when I was at Gaston Day Um, and especially in college. Well, in college, there's just so much freedom to choose how you spend your time. So I think having the ability to do so much at Gaston Day taught me how to choose the things that I'm passionate about and to really delve into those. And yeah, just choosing how to spend my time is really important. So it it basically, it gave you enough freedom to where you learned how to kind of do the work-life fun balance. Yes, learning how to balance, like spending time with my family, but also getting my homework done. Um, preparing for club meetings, doing sports, all of that. I could do it all at Gaston Day where I know at some other schools you don't have the ability to do that. You can only do sports. You can only do this certain club. So that's what I really enjoyed about Gaston Day and I think the most important thing that prepared me for college. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. <laughs> what If you could say one thing that you liked or loved about Gaston Day, what would it be? So this might be cliche, but I think – the ability to build relationships um, with my teachers, with fellow students. It was a small community, which I think I took kind of for granted because now I go to Chapel Hill and it is a huge school, 20,000 students, which I love. I love being in a school like that. 
but I also am in the honors college. So I have that smaller niche of people that right. I can depend on and um, the professors that I get to know more intimately. So I think the thing that I really loved about Gastonay was just getting to build relationships with my teachers. They knew my name. I knew theirs, um, which is something that's a luxury, especially when you get into college and you're in a lecture hall with 300 plus people. Right. Um, so that's what I really appreciate about Gastonay. And I do kind of miss it, but I do have that piece of that at Chapel Hill through being in the Honors College. And being in smaller organizations, too. Looking back at your time here, would there be anything you change? Or would you keep it the exact same? Would you would you say, you know what, I'm, I'm pretty proud of pretty much everything? Or would mm. you look back and go, you know what, maybe I would have, maybe I would have done this instead of this? Mm-hmm. So I think in terms of what I did, I'm pretty happy with how everything has turned out so far. But I think in terms of my attitude towards the things that I did, I definitely could have changed it because I just took life way too seriously. It was never that serious. It was never life or death. Uh Like, I wish that I could just go back and tell myself that I could have just enjoyed my life more and maybe had a little bit more free time and maybe not done some of the things that I did. Right now, I don't know specifically what that would be, Um, but yeah, I just think not taking life so seriously is something that I wish I did. Well, we we live in the moment. Yeah. So everything in the moment. In hindsight, I'd say that, but during college admissions, it definitely did feel like life or death because I was like, if I don't get this result, if I don't get in this place, if I don't get this grade, if I don't get this test score, like the world is going to end, it's going to determine the rest of my future. But that's just simply not true. And um, I just wish that I knew. I know people say this all the time, and it might be cliche again, but you do end up where you're supposed to. At the beginning of just thinking about college in general, I did not think I would end up at Chapel Hill. Like, that was just not even on my radar. Um, So you definitely end up where you're supposed to, and I'm so glad I'm at Chapel Hill, and I wouldn't change it. Speaking of college admissions, Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about the college admissions process here at Gaston Day. What helped you get through that college admissions process? Because just like you said, it is a stressful time. Yes. So in terms of Gaston Day specifically, going back to that community part, um, taking advantage of the resources that are available to me and the people that I always had that had my back, I could lean on them. Um, More specifically, I know the college counseling department, they helped me with narrowing down my college list. They helped me figuring out whether or not to send test scores. Um, they read over every single one of my essays and every application in detail. Um, they discovered several mistakes that I would never have noticed because I had just simply been looking at it for too long. Um, they also wrote my letters of recommendation that were really personal, which I think is rare. Um, I know my roommate, she could not get a call back from some of her, uh, college counselors. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I'm able to just walk into their office and be like, hey, can you help me with this or schedule an appointment? Um, I think it's just very unique about Gastonay that you can do that. The time you were applying, it was also the test optional mm-hmm. time. So how was that for you? That was probably the most agonizing part of the process for me. I would not want to go through that again. Looking back, I was just really hard on myself about my test scores because I didn't get the score that I wanted. But 
they were good scores. I mm-hmm. could have um, submitted them to the majority of my schools and been fine, but I was too scared. I was too hard on myself just because I didn't get the result that I wanted just because I wasn't perfect. Again, like taking life too seriously. I think if I was in like the mid 50% range or above, I just should have submitted. And I was just too worried about what other people were doing, too worried about myself and how I was performing that I just didn't. So I think approach to test optional should be, I mean, obviously talk to Mr. Ganjemi about this, but um, what I think I should have done is if I was in like the mid 50% or above, I just should have submitted. Were your parents, like what was their role in helping you in the college process? Were they hands off? Were they like, Kate, this is on you, you figure it out, or were they very hands-on and they steered you? So I wouldn't say they were definitely hands-off, but they definitely um, gave me the freedom to choose where I applied. They didn't overtly tell me, no, you couldn't apply here because of X, Y, and Z. Um, But they always worked with me, especially with when it came to cost, for example. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I have a story about Boston University. so. The deal was that I could apply only if um, I applied for academic scholarships because it's $80,000 a year and my parents just simply weren't willing to pay that for my undergraduate degree because I think I might want to go to graduate school Mm -hmm. or pursue school after my undergrad. Right. So um, I applied and then the decision day came. I opened up the portal and I got the confetti and I was like, oh my God. I got in and yeah this was like the most competitive year they've had in admissions I think they had over like 60,000 applications or something so I was just shocked that I got in and I also applied their honors college so I opened that tab and I also got in their honors college I was like oh my god I can't believe it um because only like a hundred people in the country are selected for this per year so I was just amazed shocked over the moon all the emotions very impressive yes so um then I went to the scholarship tab and within a matter of seconds all of that joy and delation and just relief faded away because I did not receive any scholarship money nothing oh wow so after all of that I just had to take BU off the list. Uh And I was really upset because that was one of my top choices. Um, But I think with my parents specifically, just having like candid conversations about cost um, were very important. And I also think getting back down to the basics, just the ability to tour schools was very helpful for me um, because just being on campus is very different from like doing a virtual tour or like maybe talking to students on the phone, but like meeting people on campus, talking about their experience, um, just the ability to do that and the privilege to do that. um, I really thought was beneficial for me that my parents gave me that. No, that's definitely a conversation Mm -hmm. you want to have early on about, you know, financial abilities and what's affordable. It's a difficult conversation to have. And you might not think it's a conversation you need to have, but it is right. and it's important and i mean sometimes my parents were nagging me about it right um but now that i'm at chapel hill like it was definitely the right fit just financially academically location wise mm-hmm. like 
Yeah. Now, you had mentioned earlier you never thought, you didn't see yourself at Chapel mm-hmm. Hill at first. And so what did kind of put Chapel Hill in that realm of, oh, yeah, this is where I want to be? Yeah. So as I kept going through the college application process, kept getting more acceptances, um, what really kind of turned the tables, I guess, was program. Mm-hmm. So early on, I kind of knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to go into national security. I wanted to learn a critical language. Um, so program was really important to me. And with BU, like they had a really good program for what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. that was also why I was disappointed. But right. the more I looked into Chapel Hill, I saw they had this really unique major peace, war and defense. And I was like, what is that? Um, Cause they didn't really have like international relations. So I looked more into that and it just fit. Like I knew that wars really interested me. Um, I knew that diplomacy really interested me, international relations, all of that. And it was just kind of wrapped up in this one major. So that just became the increasingly important factor. And also the amount of majors that Chapel Hill has is really important. Mm -hmm. So if I change my mind, I know that, oh, I can go into this or, oh, I can do this, which um, like the Gilling School of Public Health, they have Keen Flagler Business, like they have a lot of good schools that you can pursue, which I know a lot of other schools only have like a handful of majors. So if you change your mind, you can't really do much with that. So tell me at Chapel Hill, you know, you're living the college life now. What is probably (laughs) your favorite thing about college? Um, I think my favorite thing about college is just the freedom to choose how I spend my time. I know I mentioned that before, but, um, and just the proximity of everything. Like if I want to go to a sporting event, I can just walk five minutes outside my dorm to Dornan Field and then Mm -hmm. watch a women's soccer game, which is a luxury. And I really enjoy doing that and watching basketball games, all of that stuff. So just the freedom to choose how I spend my time and also getting involved in different organizations. Um, I know in high school, it was just a very rigid schedule. I had this class and this class, I had lunch, then I had my sports practice, then I had to go do homework, then I had no energy at the rest of the day, so I just went to bed. I did it all over again. Uh-huh. And now in college, I just get to choose what I want to do. I get to pick my schedule. I get to pick what classes I want to take, um, which I just really enjoy. Like this semester, I got to take an art history class, which uh-huh. um, Gaston Day didn't, didn't offer. Right. So I was just really excited about that. Um, that I got the luxury to do that. Now, are you involved in any clubs or organizations? Yes. So I know I've mentioned that a few times, so sorry for not bringing up any specifics. Um, So I'm actually involved in UNC's iGEM team. They just started again. Oh, wow. So we don't know what our project is yet, but I'm involved in that. And I'm also involved in an organization called Women in National Security. Um, So as the name says, it's just like a support building group. We have guest speakers. We have like professional development workshops, all of that stuff. I think this past semester we had a individual from the CIA Office of Operations come and speak to us, which uh-huh. is very rare opportunity, but she was very candid and shed light just on how the um, field of national security is and working in the intelligence community, uh-huh. how it's not all sunshine and flowers. Right. And it's not all glamorized how you see in um, – movies where it's like oh I'm working out in the field and I'm getting information from these people and all that like sometimes it's some office work sometimes it's hard to keep secrets from your family like so it was just very interesting to hear about that so that was probably the coolest thing right that um I experienced this semester 
I don't know what I said before, but <laughs> that was probably the coolest thing. So, yeah. <laughs> now, when you go for your first time, once you've been accepted and mm-hmm. you go, do you remember like your first thoughts in your head? Were you scared? Were <laughs> I, you? I think, I think you, everyone is a little bit scared when they first your head, get on Like, campus. oh my gosh, did I make the right decision? Like, am I in the right place? Yeah, I think... I mean, I've talked to a few of my friends about this, but I think imposter syndrome is real and you get on campus and you see all these people doing amazing things already or have already done amazing things and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel in way over my head. Right. I don't know if I'm supposed to be here right now. Right. Um, I'm scared. Like, this is so new. I don't know anyone. Um, but yeah, there definitely all of those things were going through my head, but also the mindset of like, I can do this. Like I'm excited to start my new chapter, um, all of that stuff. So it was definitely a good balance, but yeah, I'd be lying if I said I was not a little <laughs> intimidated or scared at first. Right. So, right. Yeah. And how many, how many schools did you apply to? I applied to seven, seven. And I thought that was a good number because I also applied to some scholarships and honors colleges. So, um, that made it I'll feel like more than seven. Right. Um, so that was definitely the right number for me. But I know some people apply to way more schools or way less schools. Mm-hmm. What would you tell seniors? They're starting to see their senior year come to an end mm-hmm. and they're starting to look forward. What, w- what would you tell them? Um, so there are actually some parts of high school that I miss. Um, right. But I really do enjoy college. So I would just say, even though this is cliche again, like enjoy high school while it lasts because there really isn't anything else like it after it ends. Right. So um, I would just say enjoy high school and don't worry too much about what colleges you get accepted to, which ones you get denied from, because in hindsight, like you end up where you're supposed to be and it does not really matter all that much. Like I don't remember like the agony that I felt when I got rejected from a certain school. Like it's all in my rearview mirror and it might seem like you're honing in on that. And that's the only thing you can see right now, but just know that it really isn't all that important in the big scheme of things and just enjoy high school. Being at Gaston Day, since it is a a smaller community Mm -hmm. that you you were very comfortable, you know, going to, you know, faculty and talking to them about projects mm-hmm. or if you had concerns or if you were looking for advice. You said you you were able to do that at Chapel Hill with mm-hmm. ease. And I, I've heard other people who come from, you know, bigger high schools mm-hmm. that don't get that opportunity. And so- yeah, I think in college, the ability to talk to professors. Not everyone takes advantage of that um, opportunity, but I think being at a school like Gaston Day where it was just easy and accessible to talk to your teachers was very important. And now in college, I know that I go to um, my teacher's office hours and I get to know them better. And more specifically with my Russian professor, I'm learning Russian and I would go into his office hours like just to talk, sometimes to make up a quiz, but you can learn a lot from your professors and if you don't take advantage of that opportunity or you just like don't know how because of the high school you went to, right. um, then you could miss out on a lot. And he ended up writing my letter of recommendation for the Russian flagship program at Chapel Hill, uh-huh. which is also a very big opportunity It's a federally funded program for undergraduate students to learn Russian, and you take Russian all four 
years of college, um, you do a capstone year in Almaty, Kazakhstan after your um, four years at school Mm -hmm. where you speak Russian the whole time. Oh, wow. You take your major classes in Russian. You have an internship in Russian. So definitely get to learn the language. You also have a um, summer abroad Mm -hmm. in a Russian-speaking country if you're choosing. And you have tutoring all four days a week. But it's also like, again, that really small community that I do kind of miss about Gastonay and that community. And I got that through um, just learning what I did from Gastonay about building relationships and how important they are, especially with faculty. So where do you see yourself after Chapel Hill or or what's in your future? Well, I know I mentioned the capstone year. So hopefully that in my immediate future after my four years. After that, I'm not entirely sure. I want to do so many things and I only have so much time, but I think I definitely want to go to graduate school at some point. Um, And I know the military is also an option for me that I'm keeping open. I know I don't want to do ROTC during school, but I might go to OCS after candidate school after um, college or my capstone year what have you. Mm-hmm. So I'm just those two options I'm keeping open. But also I know with the field that I want to work in, I'll also probably end up in DC working in the government or in the private sector or something to that capacity. So what was the most rewarding thing about the college application process? My honest answer is simply being done. It was a long, arduous process, and I think just the satisfaction of being done and knowing that I was moving on to that next chapter was really rewarding for me. Um, And then when I printed off every single application and I put them in a little folder and I tucked it away, I knew that that chapter of my life was done and I was moving on to the next. So I loved that personally. Um, So you have that to look forward to, just the satisfaction of being done. but I know now that I'm in college and since there's a little bit of distance and time that has passed since I went through that process, I know that I've gotten to know myself a lot more just through writing all of those essays and really reflecting and digging deep and being my true genuine self. I just got to know myself a lot better. So that was also very rewarding for me now that I'm in college. Like I have a better sense of who I am and who I want to be which I would have not gotten if I didn't go through this sometimes painful process. Well, thank you, Kate. Thanks for joining us. And you are welcome back at any time to Gaston Day. Thank you. (laughs) I enjoyed it. If you're interested in Gaston Day or have more questions, visit our website at gastonday.org or give us a call at 704-864-7744.